When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk some football, and let's do it with one of the best right now. Let's not keep the man waiting. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL insider. You can catch his work with Compass Media. NFL analyst was just on the call for that Chargers-Browns game. And, uh, Baldy, I actually wanted to start right there with the Chargers and the Browns because I love watching the Browns offensively. The way that they run the football with Nick Chubb, they got guards and tackles pulling. Everything they do right now in the run game has been really impressive. But on the defensive side of the ball, they're brutal against the run, and I know they're just getting healthier with Miles Garrett, you know, coming back, and obviously Jadeveon Clowney's been battling injuries. But when you look at that team, you know, what 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 could they do defensively, maybe to fix things up? Because they have all the talent in the world, but I'm just kind of surprised watching them every week how bad they've been, especially against the run. Well, they just you know they just went out and traded for Deion Jones yeah. from the Atlanta Falcons, who's been a, a premier inside linebacker with speed that. You know, they lost a bunch of linebackers, Mac Wilson guys, early in the year. And so they're just not very good there. They're not very good at defensive tackle. And even last week, you know, Genevieve and Clowney and Miles Garrett played, but they didn't do anything. They didn't show up. Uh, Miles went largely against a, uh, a rookie left tackle, and uh, he didn't really do much at all in the game. Now, I don't know how healthy he is, you know, after the car accident, so I don't want to yeah. tell him, you know, like it was a great day. But I'm sure his shoulder and whatnot is still bothered. But they have to, you know, they, they've got to do something to – affect these games defensively because offensively, as you said, and as you correctly, you know, observed, they're very good. And except for one mistake, and I said it, you know, at halftime, I said, you know, the team that makes the mistake is going to lose this game. It was just that kind of a game. And Jacoby threw that interception in the end zone with a chance to win it. Um, you know, and so it's, you know, that's how they've lost three games now at the very end. The Jets was just a disaster in the final minute, as we know, week two. So they've got a chance to be five and oh, I, they, they shouldn't hang their heads. They, they've got a lot going for them. Baldy, I want, I want to look at this Ravens-Giants matchup this week, and it's so fascinating because now Lamar and the Ravens get to face former Ravens defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. I just want to get your thoughts. Do you think there's an edge on either side when, you know, Lamar and the Ravens offense used to face Wink's defense in practice or Wink seeing Lamar every day in practice? Do you think there's an advantage either way? I do think there's, there might be an advantage for Wink. I mean, I think, you know, because Lamar is just, he's running his offense. I don't think he's really that concerned with what Wink was doing because it's, what he's doing now isn't what he did in Baltimore. He doesn't pressure anything like he did when he was in Baltimore. They have totally different personnel. They don't have corners that can cover like Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, but, but, they're, but they're really effective. I mean, they shut the Packers out in the second half in London last week. I do think it favors Wink a little bit just because, like, if you watch Lamar, I mean, he basically throws to two guys. He throws to Mark Andrews and Devin Duvernay. Right. Now, maybe somebody else breaks out this week, but, like, I would think that, you know, Wink will have some kind of plan to not let Mark Andrews just get off the line of scrimmage or, you know, the way we saw Travis Kelsey last night. Like, I I feel like there'll be some plan to limit the passing game. And then, you know, the the runs that the the Ravens run – they're not very complicated. There's a lot of misdirection. There's a lot of reads. There's a lot of options. But it's, it's basically four or five runs. So, I mean, at some point, you just sort of pattern read it. You're like, this is what's coming. 
you got to make the tackle. Lamar's a special athlete. But I do think it favors Wink just a little bit in this deal. I want to kind of play off of that about the Giants because I think everyone knows that Brian Dable is an offensive mastermind, and he's been known when he was with the Bills to have this huge playbook. But in his tenure as the Giants head coach, he's been, I think, particularly restrained in terms of what he's running to make DJ succeed, uh, despite a bunch of lack of weapons, four and one. Uh, How do you, in, in what you've seen, how is Brian Dable doing that? He's a great coach, Krista. Like, you know, when you watch him, it's what coaching really is supposed to be about. What, uh, take, give me whatever you got, and I'll coach him up, and I'll beat whatever, whatever you have. And that's like, he's got five guys in the defensive roster that weren't on the team on Labor Day that are playing for him. So you got to figure out, you know, like Saquon's your star player. So let's put him at the Wildcat. Let's put him at receiver. Let's go unbalanced and run away from the unbalanced line. There's a lot of creativity to what he's doing. I mean, he doesn't have four wide receivers in Josh Allen. So, you know, they threw the ball more second most amount of times last year next to Tampa. But they're not doing that here because that's not what they're good at. So, you know, they have rookie tight end, rookie right tackle. They had a rookie left guard for a long time. They had to kind of scale it way back and just find ways to kind of hang in there. Defensively, they're playing so good. They're in the top ten defense right now. And so they don't have to take a lot of chances. They don't have to put Daniel Jones in like these – crazy comeback situations even down 17-3 to Green Bay they shut them out in the second half and so there was time to get back into the game to take the lead and then you know prevent Green Bay from scoring at the end but each game you know special teams they're better than the other teams at special teams Uh, you watch them you know cover kicks and force fumbles you watch them on the back end of their defense like they can pressure you but they're not the ball's not going over their head so it's, it's just the ultimate in coaching. Like, they're not very talented. He'll tell you they're not. But let's see what we got, and let's do the best of what we have. Baldy, sticking with that game, you know, I had really high hopes for this Green Bay defense. They've used about seven, eight draft picks, you know, on that side of the ball. The two guys from Georgia, obviously. You know, and um, I feel like if I'm calling plays against Green Bay, as good as Brian Dable is, I mean, all you have to do right now is keep killing them with those crossers. They're playing so much off coverage right now, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because you have Eric Stokes, who runs, what, a 4-2, 4-3-40. You're watching Joe Barry, and what does he need to do differently? Because, I mean, you have so much talent on that side of the ball, but right now Green Bay not living up to expectations on the defensive side of the ball, and we saw that in London against this Giants team. Yeah, I mean, you know, Darius Slate ran water away from Eric yeah. Stokes. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, Slayton's got Auburn speed and Stokes is a Georgia kid. So might've been a little SEC battle going on there. Uh, yeah, they just haven't like, they, they, they have played well at times. They were a top 10 defense going into last week's game. Um, they played well. Like they, they, they just like didn't cover Justin Jefferson week one, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it made no sense what they did. So I think they got a lot of new pieces, you know, Quay Walker, they got some new guys there they got to play better. You know, I don't think it's a scheme thing. I think you just got to play better. I, I like to see them. Like, Rasul Douglas is his own corner, so I understand when he's out there. Like, he's not – he doesn't have long speed. He can't run with some of these guys. But off ball, he's really good. So, you got to play to your guys' strengths. I thought their tackling was terrible last week. Like, Saquon had two 40-yard plays, yeah. and they missed tackles to stop them way before that. So, you know, tackling is – if you miss tackles on the back end like they did last week – you give up big plays, and that's what they did. And so I always look at tackling when says when people say to me, like, the question, which is a good question, like, why aren't they playing better than their talent? I always point to tackling first. Well, you got to tackle in this league. I don't care 
what the name of the back of the jersey is or what round you got drafted in. You got to tackle well in the back end, otherwise you give up big plays. Uh, really quickly, you know, if you're a betting man and you're looking at the NFC North right now, the Packers plus 110 to win the division, and you have Minnesota minus 125. Jair was talking about potentially losing to the Jets, and then Aaron Rodgers was pissed in the press conference. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones kind of called out the play calling. If you had to make a bet, would you go with Minnesota or Green Bay to win the NFC North really quickly? You know, Chicago had Minnesota on, on the ropes in the fourth quarter last week. Justin Fields goes for a 52-yard touchdown gets called back because of a penalty. Um you know, Minnesota is winning, and they look really good at what they do. Kirk Cousins is not a great player. Like, he's a 500 quarterback. People will argue with me. That's fine. Like, he'll admit that he's a 500 quarterback. He, he's playing well within the system. Minnesota is a solid team. I think Green Bay is a better team. The, the, the play calling was a fair call-out. Like, why they're throwing all these deep passes yeah. in the second half when all they did was dink and dunk up and down the field in the first half, why they would change that at halftime. I don't know. Or if that was Aaron's thing, like I just, he got bored and wanted to take deep shots to Lazard and Dubes and whatnot, but it didn't work. And so I felt like they were their own worst enemy. I think they know it. So they don't have, like, I think they have to realize, and maybe this is, maybe this is the game they did. Like they don't have Devontae anymore. Like Lazard isn't that guy. Dubes isn't that guy. Watson, but you got to keep working with them and just do what you're good at right now. Quick decisions, accurate throws by Aaron Rodgers, dink and dunk, and be content doing that. They're they're really good at that. Baldy, uh, Cincinnati, it feels like their kryptonite this year is cover two. And Joe Burrow talked about it even in the offseason, saying that defenses were going to change. From from what you've seen in, in your breakdowns, how can Zach Taylor in Cincinnati force defenses away from playing cover two against them? Well, the best way to get teams out of cover two is to run the ball. You run teams out of cover two, and then you pass teams into cover two. So you got to get Joe Mixon and that group going up front and make them, that's why you drop the safety down to get an extra guy uh, unaccounted for to help stop the run. Von Bell, Jesse Bates, whoever it is. Dax Hill. Um, so that, that's how you get teams out of it. Um, you know, and then because – Right now, they're not getting the deep shots like we saw last year. I mean, Jamar's having a decent season, but it's not like he's putting up these numbers like he did a year ago. So they're taking, they're not giving them those shots. That's one. And then number two, because their offensive line struggled so badly, especially early, they said, we've we got to pack it in, and we've got to protect better. So we're, maybe we'll only get three guys out instead of five guys out. So now you have more bodies to cover those three receivers. In fact, last week, T. Higgins didn't have a single catch in the game. So I don't know the last time if that's ever happened with Joe Burrow. So to your question, you got to run teams out of that stuff. That's what you got to do. Baldy, I want to talk about an offense that's actually looking pretty good here this last three weeks. The New England Patriots, Bailey Zappi, first career start last week against the Lions or on Sunday, and he really looked good. Are they running the same stuff that they ran with Mac Jones and Zappi's looking good, or are they kind of tailoring the offense to his strengths from what you've seen on tape? Um, you know, Ramondre had a, a great game. Damian Harris went out. Ramondre picked it up. He played great. And he's a really good football player. Uh, he's, to me, I, you know, he's their number one back. Uh, he catches it good. He makes guys miss. They blocked really well up front. Detroit's not very good defensively. In fact, they're awful. So that, that helped. That helped a, lot, a great deal. And defensively, I mean, Detroit had the number one defense, uh, offensive football going into last week's game. They didn't score a point. 
So they, they put it all together last week. They, they played a great game. They had the throwback jerseys. I thought it was, you know, Steve Grogan throwing, you know, to, uh, you know, some uh, Stanley Morgan or something out there in those uniforms. Maybe they had something to do with it too. But um, I didn't think they, I didn't think the offense looked a lot different with Bailey Zappi. Um, you know, he's, he's a little bit to me like Cooper Rush. Like he's not real mobile, but he's kind of a tall guy with a good release. And he didn't seem to be fooled by anything Detroit was doing. And, um, you know, made a number of really good throws in the game. Baldy, uh, we got about two minutes here. So you got Bills Chiefs this weekend. That's the rematch we're all looking forward to. And the Chiefs, actually, now it's really rare you see Mahomes at home as a three-point underdog. But that's where the number's at right now. The total's 54. Uh, if you had to place a bet on this game, which side would you pick? I think Buffalo is a little bit more complete right now. You know, Buffalo beat them during the regular season. Or I guess can't, I forget what happened last year. I know, you know, Kansas City obviously won in the playoff game. But I think Buffalo looks a little bit more complete. Uh, they do have a little questions in the secondary, you know, and can Mahomes take advantage of that? Like, like last night was a perfect example about this game. There's 17 seconds to go in the half. The Chiefs are down 20-7. to seven, And they're at their own 25-yard line. And they get in the field goal range because the Raiders couldn't get lined up properly. A little bit like the Bills couldn't get lined up properly last year, you know, at the end of the game. And so both these teams, if you have 17 stinking seconds on the clock, they're going to attack. And that's the way you should do it. But that's what – so to me, like, they're just going to keep attacking each other. And it could be very much like that playoff game we saw a year ago. Thanks so much, man. Enjoy the game this weekend. Thanks for everything. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Paulie. Yeah. Thanks, thanks everybody. See you. That's the GOAT right there. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey NFL Insider. You see him on the NFL Network, and you hear him on Compass Media, and he has the privilege of working every Sunday with Cameron Gray as well, as we do here (laughs) on this show as well. Really good stuff, really good question uh, as far as with the Bengals, too, because they finally actually ran the ball really well against the Ravens, too. Like, Joe Mixon looked really good. And, uh, yeah, that was... That game, I felt like that game, and I hate to say this, but that game I felt meant more to the Ravens. They really needed to win a game at home. Because yeah. what it had been, five straight L's? Five, five straight, straight losses, yeah, 0-2 this season. They, Came down to did. Justin Tucker like we predicted in that game. Yep, and <laughs> I mean, you got to remember what Cincinnati did to him twice last year. They embarrassed him. Burrow threw for like 812 yards in the two games. So they, they really wanted to beat the Bengals. They really wanted to win at home. Um, but now this week's a big game for the Bengals because now they don't want to fall to two and four, right? Yeah, man. And, and like you said, Burrow, I think it was 941 yards in the two matchups against the Ravens, which was an NFL record in one season against one team. And last week, I want to say uh, of all the quarterbacks, he had the lowest intended air yards, Burrow. Definitely the lowest of his career. It's so amazing. The Ravens that, made the proper yeah. adjustments, man. That's yep. what they did this offseason. That's why I like their defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. I know it hasn't looked pretty at times. They've blown these big leads, but against these high-powered, potent offenses, I like that he slows them down a lot better than Wink did. Even uh, Patrick Queen had a pick in the game, too. He sure did. Even Patrick, Patrick Queen, Queen in coverage. I thought was like, man, the guy's a one-trick pony. Just get after <laughs> the quarterback, but he's even looked a little bit better. So hopefully that uh, means good things are coming for your Ravens.